Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, it's Dario from AfterBuzz TV. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. You know, last month over 45,000 cars were sold by the True Car certified dealer network and truecar.com users save an average of 3,046 off of MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to truecar.com and find out what other people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at truecar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And third step is simple. Just print out your True Car savings certificate and take it to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. I know I had one. Some features are not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. You know, they save time, they save money, and you never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Power After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Power After Show. Yeah, up in the club, up in the club, club truth that is, if you guys are watching this, you guys know that you're watching Power. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, After Buzzers, I'm your host Thaddeus Massey, welcome to the third week of Star's original series, Power, executive produced by 50 Cent, starring Omari Hardwick and Natree Naughton, this episode is entitled, This is Real. Joining me today is... I'm Bam Erickson. And Bam Erickson is real, too. He keeps it 100. Don't you, Bam? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this is real. You're like, what is real? I guess it's this new development between Ghost and Angela, and they ended up having lunch. I'm jumping ahead, but, you know, this is what the title is referring to. There's this developing relationship, and things are crumbling around him and Tasha. The thing with ghosts, who are we going to talk about? Ghosts and, and let's Angela talk about first. ghosts. No, let's, uh, let's talk about ghosts. Actually, uh, ghosts is is changing. He's um, he's becoming more enthralled with his his relationship with uh, with his relationship with Angela. Right. Uh, every time that they were in public, it was like, uh, do you remember in junior high when you would walk the girl? 
uh, to class and then Care you, books. and then you miss being late or you have to run. Like there was this connection. Like every time that they see each other, they were like always leaning in toward each other. Like they want to kiss each other, but they don't. They 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 fall back right. and then you know they're leaning forward and and there's all this eye contact. Like the, it, you saw that the entire episode, right? As if they were reliving their moments of when they first started their courtship back. Back they were 18 kids. years ago yeah. when, they were, when they were kids in high school. They're, you know, obviously definitely high school sweethearts. And um, th- nothing else seems to exist when the two of them are together. As you can see before, now it seems as though, you know, when you have that kind of feeling or emotion towards somebody, you try to, you know, find excuses to bring them in towards your life. Mm-hmm. And now we've had this uh, situation, this incident happen where ironically enough, some cocaine has found its way into a drug dealer's club. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> and uh, this what a girl, shocker. right? And uh, this girl who was a model who was in Maxim, Maxim. magazine yeah. the previous a, month, a two-page, she, right? A two-page spread. <laughs> she ends up on the floor in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I guess she has some really uh, quote-unquote stepped on. Uh, blow and it was cut with some bad stuff and so she Wait, only stepped did, like, on stepped on a slang which means it's being cut or it has it's not pure form okay it's like uh it's cut with some other bad chemicals that's not really pure gotcha okay whatever the drug and street street manufacturers use to <laughs> i just thought it was called they bad use coke. It, they use it, it was bad coke because yeah. they cut it with they cut it with stuff to i, I think enhance the quantity mm-hmm. Or it, you know, make to make more, more, yeah. So they can obviously make more money. Mm-hmm. Um, so she only had two lines apparently, and she's like on the floor, OD, and we think this girl is gonna die. And uh, it was so interesting how they already have like this contingency plan with the uh, with the. Well, did they already have the ambulance like downstairs? Like, was that part of the? I think that they probably. It had- seemed like it. They they kind of have someone on staff for that unless no yeah because because I think he mentioned something to Cantos yeah. about having something all set up and it was it was already like set up and situated and then you know uh, Ghost actually spoke to the friend mm-hmm. and she's like oh my gosh I was actually like she's traumatized she was I was actually about to do a line like she was gonna pass I was like you didn't do the line <laughs> like relax. So, uh, yeah. Did you notice it's so hilarious that we are in a we're in a society now where whether if it's a good thing or a bad thing, people want to put their phone out and video. So you saw the girl in the bathroom wanting to video the girl right. as she's potentially dying. Right. That's terrible. Unfortunately, she was probably not qualified to do anything for her, like medically. So yeah. What else can you do? We'll pull out your phone and videotape it. Or get the hell out the way. Or put it on World Star. She'll okay. sit in the corner. Or call for help. I mean, no, she was literally almost like trying to stand over her with her phone, trying to record the girl potentially dying. That's true. On the on the other half, on the other point, on the other side, you have people who go to the club, and that girl might have been already buzzed, drinking, like, oh, dang. Yeah. Like, you know, like, 
most of the people that go to the club, they're young. They're not really paying attention. They think stuff is funny. Stuff that could be really serious could be just entertaining to them. You yeah, know, everything totally. is about a quick, quick thrill. A quick 15 Vine right. Instagram laugh. <laughs> exactly. She was doing it for the Vine. Yeah. She was, <laughs> she was getting just like, oh, dang. Oh, they had to cut her top open, too. Oh, dang. We're going to put her all, all on the Internet, which is probably what ended up happening. But, of course, they didn't go there with it. We just know that's the state of society now. Mm-hmm. So we can assume that's what, what happened. But it actually ended up in the paper. Yeah. So that's just what happens. And it wasn't like a whole lot of people, but the fact that you caught the, you know, you caught that and mm-hmm. they were videotaping it. And then it shouldn't be a surprise that it ended up in the paper. Cantos is calling, you know, ghosts like, yo, mm-hmm. we have a, there's a problem and we need to get ahead of this before it gets out of control. Because media now is like everybody is a walking reporter now. Yeah. Just because of phones and technology, there's like no way to really control mm-hmm. traffic the trafficking of information it's just out of everybody's hands you know who's really good at trafficking information who itunes itunes is really great at trafficking information mm-hmm. yeah i mean we tra- we we traffic a lot they probably iTunes. wouldn't want to be known as trafficking information because tra- trafficking is like <laughs> <laughs> it's like trafficking drugs. It's like an illegal source of distribution as opposed to just being a distributor of information. Mm-hmm. Of the AfterBuzz information. Right, of AfterBuzz yeah. information, yeah. So, you guys, make sure that you guys go to uh, iTunes and make sure that you download, rate, comment, share, uh, tell a friend about all the great shows that we have on AfterBuzz TV. And uh, we have power, so make sure you guys go. iTunes, tell a friend, share, comment, rate, and... Uh, Again, tell someone. iTunes. After Buzz Traffickers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, if you guys want to call in and comment on the show or if there's anything we missed or you guys want to make suggestions or comments or questions or want to correct us on anything because obviously we just watched the show just like you guys, go ahead and give us a call, 424-256-1633. That's 424-256-1633. Me and Bam are right here. And we can we'll feel free to discuss it with you and just, yeah because we're fans of the show as well and it's going along pretty smoothly so mondays 7 p.m pacific mondays 7 p.m specific specific time there's a specific time there is a specific time specifically Mm -hmm. it's pacific standard time Mm -hmm. at 7 p.m yes thanks phil (laughs) so ghost can't seem to concentrate on everything else going on He, he we see this constant battle i'm glad it wasn't we talked about the redundancy a little bit Mm -hmm. of how you know things have been going um conceptually uh, or scenario-wise, or the situations. But, and we're going to constantly see the same situations that are happening. There's going to be, you know, until they get to the bottom of what's going on. But the things that has to be the constant developing factor of the show has to be the relationship between Ghost and and Angelus. That, since that's the love, mm-hmm. the potential love triangle, the love story, or whatever, um, we have to see developments with that. And because of the situation happened, you know, what's really cool, now you guys, now that you guys have seen it, you guys know that every time you go to a club, when they slide your card, there's a database of everybody. That's why the swipe thing is on the back of your ID. If you didn't know this already, now you know yeah. that there's a database of everybody that's gone to that venue for the evening. Um, how did, and that's how, how they... How come Ghost didn't know that that the information is swiped and they have a data. How come He's not in the club business. He's a drug dealer. And if any place that he has gone, 
he probably knows or who knows whoever and just they're like, oh, it's Ghost, and he just walks in. Yeah. You know, he's not like a regular person. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't really had to deal with that. Plus, it's not his job to, to know that. That's why he has Cantos there. So Cantos has told him, like, look, we can track this person down. We can – he's doing his own investigation. Yeah. And, of course, they find the guy later. Or they think they found the guy, which we know as the audience, this was the guy that spoke to her at the bar. Um and is more than likely the dealer, even though we didn't see him actually give her the drugs. We can assume that he is the he is the guy. He has to Ghost has to now go ask. Well, they want to get an attorney. Cantos wants to get an attorney so they can get out ahead of this thing because of the story. Because yeah. that really can, I mean, two weeks down, a week, you know, shut down, any kind of bad press. It's not good, and and once the club closes, people will find something else to go to, and if that club happens to pop that they go to on that night, then they're going to stay there and they're not going to come back. Right. I mean, and, and as a club owner of an establishment, you know, the owner of an establishment, that's something you have to be concerned about mm-hmm. as far as being shut down. Now, as far as press is concerned, there's not a club in the world, I don't think, that somebody is doing drugs, whether it's legal or illegal, in the club. I just, you know... I mean, if you want to get technical, alcohol could be considered a form of some kind of chemical inducement or whatever. Yeah. I think it used to be illegal back in the day. So I don't think there's a club that doesn't have – I don't think that story coming out mm-hmm. would have a negative effect on the club for the club goers. Right. It would have a negative effect legally if they had to shut down and do have some kind of investigation or whatever, which I'm not sure really happens – Right, but it's but Cantos is good. He's always cross. He's always uh, crossing his C's on his eyes, so he's always on top of things. So that that's something that he would do to to as a part of his job. He's always finding out basically what's going on. So right. I think he was just bringing it to the attention of him. Now, do you think that Cantos, the suggestion that he made was to cooperate with the police so that they could find the guy, and then that way they have like an inside source to the cops so that when things go bad that they can have the cops on their side? Do you think that was, uh, do you think that's something that's smart for? Uh, I think it's, 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 to me it's, it's intelligent. Mm-hmm. And I think it's short-sighted on Tasha's behalf to mm-hmm. be like, oh, so we're snitches now. It's like, no, if you're going to transition to this side of the law, which she's still obviously not sold on, you have to, have law enforcement if you want to take your whole business to another level you have to have some form of politicians or law enforcement on your side because now you're getting to the point where you're just you're too big Mm -hmm. you know you have all these legitimate businesses which people can obviously trace back to to if they really want to dig into your information and dig into your background and your history and find out what they want to find out they can find out that you're of your fear on the streets. It may not be James St. Patrick, but it only takes one person to say that Ghost is James St. Patrick. And now they know that, oh, this is the guy who happens to be Ghost, who's the most feared guy on the streets, which ties him back to all these drugs and blah, 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 which is why Tommy was like, yo, you can't be taking pictures and putting yourself out there like that to begin with. Well, speaking of money, so with the whole thing with Tasha, I'm going to continue to to defend Tasha's character because... You said defend... Defend her character? Yeah, defend okay. her character. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's like half in, half out. I think she kind of knows where he's trying to go. You're right. But there's a part of her, I feel, that Ghost hasn't fully explained to her 
what's exactly going on. It's more so like, okay, we just, all right, so, you know, we're going to, um, at the end of the month, you know, we're going to take a trip to Hawaii and then we're going to come back for two weeks. Right. And then boom, that's it. Right. I don't feel like Ghost is giving her, he's like, you know, the dream, the dream, the dream. But I think for someone of Tasha's background, where this is all she knows, mm-hmm. she isn't, she's very, she's an intelligent, you know, she's an intelligent woman. I think if he would just take the time and explain to her to make her understand, right. there wouldn't be any conflict. But because he's not explaining to her, that's where the conflict comes because hmm. when, uh, because okay. when they go to the bank, so they, they go to the bank every month and they have, you know, like their business, their, their business meeting so that they can go legit. Right. And the comment that she made, what did she say about the, um, uh, the one time uh, they've gone every time except for this one time where he said he can't go because he was dealing with the whole um, the whole with the whole thing OD thing and yeah and at the she, club so he had to get back to the club and so he said that she said that it was his idea to have them do this so that they can be Mr. and Mrs. Black Enterprise right and so so Tasha goes and she realizes that there's a wild load of money that is missing right and so then she finds out that he took a portion of that money to start the club right and so she is pissed well she's she's really not so much pissed about the money and she explains that it's really more about the fact that he's not really sharing with her yeah and it's like you know try me you know like as far as she's concerned you know he's distancing himself from her and limiting their relationship by having assumptions about what she can handle what she can't handle what she'll go along with what she can't go along with this is basically what she's saying it's like a two it's, it's like the age old problem with you know like couples married couples or whatever or just relationships period you got one person who thinks you know one way of one of the people and to a certain degree that they're they're right because mm-hmm. of their experiences then you have the other the other person's side who's like well don't limit me based on past experience because this is a new experience you never know how I might respond or react to this you know unless you actually present me with the opportunity to see how I'll respond or react, which is basically what she's saying. Mm -hmm. So she said, like, you know, it really wasn't even all about the money. It was like they needed to take that money. And honestly, thinking about it, you could sit down with either one of them Mm -hmm. and have them explain their side and believe and trust that both of them are right. You know, if she explained that I totally get it, if he said I had to take a portion of the money out because this is going to help establish and clean our money for the long run, yes, I'm totally for it. If, you know, he would explain the same thing, you know, like she's not going to get it because all she cares about is me being the biggest drug dealer in the world, then you would believe that you could believe that as well. Because, like she said, hey, he says, he said we can have it all. She said, we already have it all. Mm But see, that's that in her mind. Like they have a lot of money. He's he's a boss. She's a boss's wife. They have everything they want. They have a family. You know. So as far as she's concerned, they're good. And what did you think about when he says that? You know, I don't know one drug dealer that old and wrinkled. is old and wrinkled, <laughs> um, who is just living life. You know, right. they're either they're in either in jail or, jail or they're dead. Right. And she was like, well. Uh, to you. you and she was like, "Well, no, you. I believe that that won't happen because you're you and who you are." So that's interesting. I think she's not being practical. I think he's being practical, and she's she she might see things in him that it's like, okay, you have certain intangible qualities that you can actually take 
and change the game and actually just live a good old life and not have not have us be affected by this lifestyle the way it's affected other people. I think he's being wiser mm-hmm. because, like, look, this is an an industry that has been going on for generations before I got into it, and for me to come in here and think that I'm going to change the game just because that's not what I want for me and my family doesn't mean it's going to go that way. And for him to actually risk that would be actually risking him and his family's welfare and health and everything, like mm-hmm. their lives. You know, it's just right when you get comfortable that next thing you know, some drug deal that's worth hundreds of millions of dollars doesn't go right or something, or there's some kind of war that happens, and next thing you know, his family's getting kidnapped, there's a mm-hmm. ransom, there could be anything. All it takes is one bad deal. She's extremely loyal to him and to his drug life. Tasha's loyal to drug life. I had to do it, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well... I think you think you think she's in love with the with that with that lifestyle of him being a quote unquote drug dealer. I think she is in love with him in every aspect of love. She loves the fact that, you know, she seems like the type of chick who who has probably dated other drug dealers. And when she got with him, realized that he was able to take his. He's the one. Because yeah, remember, yeah. she said before that they, he didn't have anything when they hooked up. Yeah. So when they first hooked up, she that's what I'm saying. There must be some quality she sees in him because he wasn't a boss yet mm-hmm. when they met. Yeah. He was probably just like a street thug, like selling dime bags or something, something small. He was small time. Yeah. He wasn't like, you know, but she saw something in him. And you're right. She probably did dr- date other drug dealers. Or, and, yeah. And so, you know, and once she once she got with him and saw his whole how he operated yeah because those those operational ways or our habits tend to transcend to the next level as well so yeah she she probably saw some things but at the end of the day no man wants that for his family it's a means of survival just like what he mentioned to sean about canaan it was like look we're trying to survive you know doing our best whatever what he say he said he mentioned something about survival i can't remember the quote right now but he said something about survival and the fact that we're pretty much all doing the best we can to survive and that's that's it that's not the life that's not the dream the dream is not to be a big time drug dealer mm-hmm. the dream is to have legitimate businesses where you make good money and your family's taken care of and you're well off and you don't have to worry about paying your bills and everybody's healthy that's the dream mm-hmm. not just looking over your shoulder business and murdering people on the street because they're not telling, giving you information, you know, kind of situation, which seems to be Tommy's dream. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy is, seems to be the guy who loves this. He's, a, he, he's addicted to this life. And, he's the, oh. he's a knucklehead who, like I've said before, he's that Bukin Woodbine where when, <laughs> when bu, bu, I'm referencing Bukin Woodbine who was in a uh, dead president. Right. He's that one knucklehead who goes and runs his mouth for he takes something too far and he ruins it for everybody because he doesn't think logically. Yeah, he doesn't think logically. But see, right now, because Ghost is where he is and Tommy is where he is, they're playing a nice fine balance, this yin and yang between each other because Tommy is such a hothead. And then you have Ghost who he doesn't want to have to kill anybody if he doesn't, doesn't, have to. doesn't really have to. It's like, okay, I don't want anybody to do that to me or my family, you know, just, you know, just barbarically. Just uh, shoot first, kill first, and ask questions later mm-hmm. because that leads to wars and that leads to a lot more bloodshed and a lot more dead bodies. So he's obviously like, look, there's no proof here. 
uh, with Annabelle. Um, and it seems like a setup because I don't know if Annabelle will be that guy, which is really funny because on the opposite side, on the flip side, Angela is actually her investigation and using the informant no more is actually leading to the same guy. Yeah. So that's probably not going to pan out to be anything. It's going to be interesting to see how this meeting turns out next week that he wants to sit across the table from everybody Mm -hmm. and look them all in the eyes. So he, he'll be able to tell who is, I don't think that's a I don't think that's a good idea, but okay. Why? Because like he said, does the person, does the, the, the fry maker at Burger King know the CEO? Yeah, but that's not who he's meeting with. He's meeting with other bosses. He's not meeting with people from his organization. He's meeting with other bosses gotcha. who, who's probably hitting, doing the, making the hits. Mm-hmm. So when he sits across from the other bosses, he'll be able to tell gotcha. which ones are ordering hits on his organization. Okay. So there won't be a war. So, so he'll find out who is who. He's stopping all wholesale sales and everything. And... And that's also to show a sign that he obviously does not care just about selling drugs anymore. He's all about the business, and if something's not right, then he's going to to stop it. Well, he has to make wise choices in order for them to, you know, you you know, you have to make pit stops. You make a pit stop right now because this is what's necessary. It's a little speed bump, but you get through it, and then you can reconvene business to do whatever you have to do. But you have to survive. You don't want to do something that's going to take you over the top and ultimately cause the the entire destruction of your whole organization just because you want to be on some ego rampage like, you know, like Tommy. (laughs) But Tommy, you know, when it comes to the girl with the slash face, the courier that they actually sent over to the money count room, he is the wrong guy to handle that. Julio is just, you know, Julio's a soldier. He just handles orders. He's like, you know, everything's cool. He's like, you want me to take her out right now? Like, well, what do you want me to do? And he's like, no, no. Tommy's like, no. Like, it's cool. Like, leave it. Because Ghost said leave it. Mm-hmm. Right? Leave her. Everything is fine. And they just, just set her up. You know, put the girl under, like, I hope they're not going to leave her face like that. Yeah, they should. They need to set her up with some plastic surgeon or something. Yeah. And they're just cracking jokes. Like, no one's going to want to ever, you know, have sex with her again. And, of course, he was way more vulgar than that because Tommy is just vulgar. What do you think about Tommy um, breaking rules again, doing what he does with trying to get with uh, the redhead, which was her name was revealed, I think, as Holly? I mean, Dominique, you got to remember his mentality. There's a tone that's being set because you have ghosts walking around wearing the suits. He's at the club. Everybody calling him boss. So psychologically, we're looking at him like he's the boss. And he's a little more responsible because he has the family. But mm-hmm. remember, at the end of the day, just because Tommy is single and he's a loose cannon doesn't mean he's not Ghost's partner. Mm-hmm. They're partners. They've been partners since they were in high school. Just like Angela said, you used to hang out with Tommy. I can't believe you're still hanging out with him. I always thought he would not amount to being anything, blah, blah, blah. So they're, they're, they're partners. Mm-hmm. So... And you got to also remember that the only person that he, that Tommy, I mean, I'm sorry, Ghost, explains anything to is Tasha, who's his partner, Mm -hmm. and Tommy, who's his partner. Those are the only two people he does any explaining to. Everybody else is like whatever he's giving orders to. Yeah. So when it comes to the girls at the club, he's going to hit on a girl he wants to get. No, no merchandise. Stay out of the way from the merchandise, which he should. 
he's infatuated with this redhead. He just must have a thing for redheads. I thought he was going to go hit on Dominique, but I think apparently he must have gotten information from Dominique on Holly, who's the redhead. Yeah, I totally saw it a different way. She came off a little thirsty, like she was trying to screw her way to a higher position. Who, Dominique? Yeah. Yeah, Dominique, stop trying to be thirsty, you know? But, be hungry, don't be thirsty. But Holly had some good lines. <laughs> horrible huh? she has some good lines that i thought tonight to, uh i thought this week's episode was what was uh was written well when he finally uh knew her name she was like listen i've been on my feet for six hours i'm not trying to be on my knees all night like i love her her i love her comebacks whenever tommy has something to say to her yeah she had a couple of cute little quips yeah you know that were that were kind of funny but ultimately he's gonna get that tail of course i mean he's gonna get it because the more of a challenge she presents, the more he's going to pursue her. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious that's what's going to happen. I mean, she gets in the cab. I'm like, is he going to follow her home like on creepy guy status? But I don't think he's going to do that. Yeah, I, I think he knows that. his own limitations. Like, nah, that'll creep her out kind of thing. I'm not going to do that. But he has – Tommy has some, you know, ego of his own. He has his own dignity and pride, you know. So, you know, he's not going to do anything out of control. And I think he really wants to impress this girl. I don't know. That's just what I think. We'll see. <laughs> Tommy's funny. But he Tommy can is a loose cannon and Tommy can be the whole liability in this whole this whole thing um going under. Uh Angela and uh and Ghost end up going to lunch. Oh, back to what we were talking about earlier. Mm. He ends up getting Angela's advice. He he could have called her on the phone, just like she said. Mm-hmm. He could have called her on the phone, got advice about this scenario, but he had to see her. He reels her in. And, and that's what people do in real life. They use lame excuses to go see somebody when they really want to see them or there's something going on. Mm-hmm. That's that's when somebody else is like, well, why didn't you just call her? Why didn't you blah, 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 blah? Why did you have to go have lunch and blah, blah? And now they're kissing under the umbrella. And Sean sees it. And, right, Sean, I, was th- I thought Greg was going to see it or Tasha or somebody was going to see it. I know. I I think it makes perfect sense that Sean is the one that sees it and not Tasha because... Now, Deshaun, did they, they didn't even acknowledge that Sean saw them kiss. He just pulled up right after they finished kissing. Mm-hmm. So we're not really sure if he actually saw them kiss or he, he didn't see them kiss. But it says that he's also come, that Ghost will, be become, will become comfortable enough to do things in front of Sean later mm-hmm. where Sean will actually see it and that'll probably make him feel more empowered to hit on Tasha later. I think people like the drivers, the valet, the maids, they see everything. And so I think he sees it because the he help. knows the hell. His job is to know where he is at all times and to be sitting and waiting. Right. And so I think I think he saw. But we gotta remember that Sean is just not the help or he's not just mm-hmm. he is actually the son of the mentor of ghost played by 50 cent canaan uh, who was locked up he's in prison right now so is- sean went to go see um sean went to go see his dad at the behest of ghost ghost was like and ghost has always spoken positively of canaan and you know he's exposed him to some of the business now i'm not sure how canaan's gonna feel about Ghost exposing him to some of the business or how it seemed very let me tell you they left it open about how Cannon feels about Sean actually working for Ghost well let me tell you how Bam feels about that whole little (laughs) scenario (laughs) I don't like (laughs) I don't like it Um, 
With the Sean and Kanan scenario? I don't like it because 50 and Sean look too similar in age for them to be father and son. Well, you know, in the hood, we have them young. Well, Sean (laughs) does not look that young. I mean, sometimes when he kind of smiles a little bit, he kind of has a baby face. But 50 is not even 40, so that's, that's just bad casting. It is what it is. It's, that's bad casting. I don't. It, it's bad. Yeah, I, I thought. You know, I I thought the same thing. I was thinking, hey, look like they're like could be boys, like yeah. homies, not father and son so, type of situation. So if Fifty wanted to play this role, then I feel like they should have got you know some little young, some young whippersnapper that yeah. looks like he's like twenty one, twenty twenty one. Because even if you know Fifty pushing forty is playing a character, I mean, paying that age. A kid that's like nineteen or twenty could still be a son. He could have had a kid when he was eighteen, nineteen years old. That's very common. Yeah, well, I thought the scene was bad, but in oh. either case, so when they get to the jail, um, they trade shoes, so then he brings his dad some new kicks. Mm-hmm. And obviously uh Kanan has swag in the prison with the guards and mm-hmm. all that. So I don't know, how are you gonna walk around with some all gold creative recreations on in prison? What, what he probably does is when he gets them he sells them. No, he's a I don't. Would he sell them? Sell so, them to who? To another know. inmate? They can't wear that in jail or prison. How are you going to wear that? They're all gold. They're all gold shoes, right? Weren't they gold? To, I don't know, but that I'm, was interesting. I was like, yeah. uh, this is weird. Yeah, but uh, and so and then how did he know to switch shoes with him if he hasn't seen his dad in like forever? I thought about that too. That was like strange to me as well. I was like, how do they have like this bond to know what to do if he never talks to him and never goes to see him and blah blah blah? I just thought it was a bad scene. Sorry. Yeah, I, I just don't think it was well developed. Just how it, how that whole thing went. Yeah. I think it could have been better developed, especially for the role that Kanan plays in Ghost's life, and because that's going to come out more later. Yeah, obviously he feels a certain way about. He feels he definitely feels a certain way about it, and now Sean Sean can sense that, mm-hmm. and so when Ghost got in the truck, he mentions it to him, and he's kind of seeing how. Ghost is responding to these things because really all Sean knows is really kind of what Ghost has told him just to keep him in a positive light about how he looks at his dad. And I also think that he mentioned it because he was trying to avoid what he saw. Hmm. With him and Angela. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point as well. Um, this, this situation with uh, Angela and Greg, though, I'm wondering if at some point they're going to come to a head, Greg and... Greg and Ghost. If there's going to be like love triangles on both sides, like how how this whole thing is going to play out, I'm I th- I'm very interested to see what's going to happen with that. I think that it will potentially play out because you see the you see the you see the there's no happily ever after in this type of situation. Yeah, but you you see the plants where you know they're texting each other and then while they're while they're making out or having sex or whatever they're doing, then the phone rings and then he grabs the phone. Right. Which. And she's like, and you all automatically think that it's, you know, yeah. ghost that's texting her. And he. I was like, oh, snap. That's what I thought. Um, but it was the office. Yeah, it was the office. But their relationship is like when Angela wants it and when she wants him. Then it's okay, but then, she's wearing the pants in the relationship, obviously. Yeah, but what was he doing answering her phone? I don't know. Especially being that she controls when 
Yeah, but she's, it's like it's like she's playing both sides of the fence. Yeah, and she was obviously even doing that before she ran into Ghost again at the club. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a relationship of convenience. She yeah. doesn't stay. She's not attached to him because she's not in love with him. And then she confirmed that when she was with her sister in the kitchen when she said, oh, "I don't get tingles. I don't get the butterflies." Blah blah blah. She doesn't get any of that with this guy. So obviously he doesn't do it for her, and she just keeps him around for information for work and to get some when she feels like getting some like even when she started messing around with her she's talking about the case yeah. then he goes down on her she's still like kind of talking about the case and then she finally <laughs> like, gives in right finally gives in and then she's they have sex and she's half dressed and he's like i don't know the, know whether to be in offended or turned on what did he say he didn't know which one to, to feel right. on which side yeah he didn't know which way to go right or he said impressed or offended i think he said impressed like how she had sex with her clothes on like the way she did mm-hmm or offended because she didn't get totally naked with him, which to me I think, Greg, you should definitely feel offended because she's not wanting to share all that goodness, that goody goodness with you. She wants to, she wants to keep that for Ghost or Jamie, as she she belovedly calls him. Anyway, so uh, you know, I think uh, we have a lot to uh, look forward to next season and something else that i just wanted to bring to your attention is you guys don't forget that maria menounos has a new book it's called the every girl's guide to diet and fitness and although it says that the every girl's guide to diet and fitness it does not mean that it's just for uh for women that means it's for guys as well as you guys know maria menounos she's very fit she's very healthy yes she is and you know she wrestles with wwe and she can probably kick some guys' asses. So trust me, it's a guide for men and women. Make sure that you check it out. It's available on uh, Amazon and all bookstores such as Barnes & Nobles and Target. So be sure you check out Maria Menounos' new book. And I'll order it now before it gets sold out because it's uh, already bestseller. New York Times bestseller, right, Phil? Yeah. Two weeks? Mm-hmm. Two, weeks? Two weeks? Yeah. Three weeks? Oh, wow. <laughs> So, yeah, go out and grab a copy, everybody, because uh, they're not staying on the shelves long at all. These books do not have a chance to collect dust. Anyway, so let's go to – do we have news and gossip? We don't have news and gossip, do we? News and gossip. But we do have predictions, so let's go into predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Okay, so – Star's original series, Power, week four predictions. What do you uh, expect to come up, bam? Especially from what we saw the previews for next week. Well, you have the whole cops that are coming in to shut down the, the Truth uh, Club for two weeks, 14 days. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be interesting to see how this goes because will they, will, will Ghost in the club, will they give in and start working with the cops or will he go back to what his original thoughts of how he feels about cops being a street guy will he will he give in or mm. will he just shut it down for two weeks so it's very interesting and then it also be interesting because you know Tasha's gonna have her two cents so what she's gonna say and what are gonna what's gonna be her thoughts well she already alluded to saying what are you a snitch, snitch. now you're gonna, you're gonna work with the cops which is totally I think in my opinion just ignorant because mm-hmm. now that he is Assuming the position that he's assuming and mm-hmm. taking his lifestyle to another place, it's better for them, for for them to assume he's a law-abiding club owner, businessman, and doing everything mm-hmm. he can 
because it's, it's been on the paper now. And so I, you have to do everything and do your due diligence to make sure that they're on your team and they feel like you're on their team, that everybody is working together. They have nothing. That doesn't mean they're going to obviously know about his other business, mm-hmm. but he should cooperate with them and, and get them to help him. If he's more proactive, mm-hmm. then it'll make put them on the defensive as opposed to him being – if he's not proactive – and the cops get involved anyway, then they're going to start looking into him. If he's more proactive, it's like, you better find out who's doing this. I put a lot of money into this club. And if he demands service from the police, then it's going to be like they'll be on the defensive. And it's like, oh, we better get over here. This guy has a lot of money, a lot of pool, and a lot of socialites and people with power go to this place. Like He just booked the Vogue party, remember? Yeah. So he's obviously, the the venue and the establishment is is branding itself. And you know, money money talks. But what's gonna what's also interesting is decisions are gonna be between like the good angel, the bad, the the devil. Tasha is gonna be the one that feels a certain way, and Angela's gonna feel the opposite. And so he's more than likely gonna go with Angela's side because Angela is probably going to uh, uh, say that you know cooperate the cops. Tasha's gonna say no. So I think in all the decisions that. Well, so it's cancels. Remember, no, don't yeah. not cancels out of this because they got well, he's yeah. the very best GM in the club business, and they got him for their venue. Right, but I was just meaning in the sense of because you see where this whole love thing is going. You're mm-hmm. about to see you. You obviously there's going to be something with Ghost and and Angela, and then there's already problems in his marriage. So I just think that a lot of things are going to play into Ghost between how he feels with Angela and how he's dealing with Tasha. Hmm. Oh, well, my, go ahead. Oh, then um, Tommy has some kind of interaction with the redhead. Tommy's gonna get that. Yeah, I had a prediction last week, but it didn't pan out because we haven't found. We, obviously, he hasn't hooked up with Angela yet. I still that's about you said, three or four. Yeah. So maybe next week he'll hook up with Angela. Since they kissed this week, maybe he'll finally get it next week, and my prediction will but, still come true. But that kind of is a hookup. It's a start. I mean, well, I meant like they were going to sleep together. Gotcha. Yeah, I was a little more specific. But we'll see. Maybe next week. Maybe okay. it'll happen. I don't know. Anyway, where can we find you till next time? You can find me on all social media at Bam Erickson. And you can find me at all social, on all social media at Club Thaddeus and GQJedi.com. And you can also find me here on Tuesdays and Sundays for... Netflix original series Orange is the New Black. Until next time, after buzzers. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 